This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Ron DeSantis is running for president by not running for president. The unique, the unique strategy. What's up? <laughs> this is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Um, before we dive into it, your top secret notepads are waiting for you at topsecretnotepad.com. These, uh, these documents are, these are fabulous and everybody's been, in fact, yesterday was uh, my producer Hannah's husband's birthday and I gave him a three pack, uh, which is available by the way at topsecretnotepad.com of these top secret notepads that look like the top secret documents taken from Joe Biden's garage. They've got the Corvette on there. They've got ice cream stains. So you know that they're authentically uh, Joe Biden's top secret documents. They've got redactions. It's everything you would expect a top secret document to be, but it's in a handy dandy notepad form so that you can use them uh, to take notes. Topsecretnotepad.com is where you can go to get yours. And like I said, they make great birthday gifts, anniversary gifts. If you're trying to impress somebody, if you're trying to, uh, maybe you uh, work with a bunch of libs and you're trying to inflame them, it'd be a great way to do that. You know, whatever your, whatever your goal in life is, uh, I'm pretty sure that the top secret do document notepad can help you get there. So grab yours today at topsecretnotepad.com. Uh, All right, before we get into the before we get into the news of the day, which is mostly about Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump and CPAC, which continues to go on, Donald Trump's going to be taking the stage at CPAC tomorrow. But before we get to any of that, uh, it, I've been watching. It's kind of weird. The other day, I got I was at home. I had like a really bad cold or a flu or maybe it was COVID. Who even knows anymore? You know, you never know. That's the thing. You could get a cold, you could get a flu, you could have COVID, and they all basically are the same thing. And if you're not taking tests, which nobody is, yeah, you know, it's it's tough to tell. Do you remember in the old days of COVID, people would be like, "I have COVID," and you were treated like a leper, and they would they would lock you up somewhere in prison, and they'd feed you through a slot in the wall, and if anyone came in to see you, they were wearing a hazmat suit, and if you went to the doctor, you know, there were warnings, and it was just crazy. Now. People can be like, I have COVID. You're like, oh, well, all right, then, uh, you know, sit, a, sit over there. Don't sit next to me. Sit across from me. It was really weird stuff. Now it's just like, uh, I, you know, I, hey, I can't come to work today. Why not? I have COVID. Well, I mean, is it really bad? Well, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just feel, well, because we could really use your help. All right. In fact, one of my kids the other day said their teacher came in wearing a mask. And they all said, why are you wearing a mask? She goes, oh, I've got COVID. And they used to shut the schools down for that stuff. Anybody who came within... 15 feet of somebody who had COVID, they, uh, they would, they would, they would shut down the school. They would tell, you know, and all those people, they had to quarantine for two weeks. They had to homeschool, whatever it was. Now teacher comes in with a mask. Why are you wearing a mask? I got COVID. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, what are we doing today? <laughs> you know, now it's, uh, it's, we've really come, we've really come a long way. In fact, one more funny story before I get back to the, the topic, uh, we were where I worked, I used to work with this guy and he had COVID. And he called me one day. He's like, I have COVID. And I go, oh, he goes, and we don't, we, you know, we were, we, you and I were chit-chatting the other day. And I said, yeah, but for how long? So we had to go back and figure out exactly how long we were in the same room together. And if it were, it was, if it was more than 15 minutes, I would also have to quarantine. 
But we went back and we did the math and somehow we figured out we were only in the same room for like 12.8 minutes. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And because it was 2.2 minutes shy of the 15-minute mark, I was okay. I didn't have to leave. I didn't have to quarantine. I could come to work still. But, uh, but this other guy, it was really busy. It had it been 2.2 minutes longer, you know, had we, luckily I don't like meeting with people or talking to people. So I kept it short. In fact, I was shocked that I spent that much time with any one person, uh, on a particular day, but that's how, that's how it went. So anyway, uh, where was I? Oh yeah. So I was home the other day with COVID and I started watching, you know, I was looking for something to watch and I started watching Breaking Bad, which I'd never watched before, but I knew everyone was a big fan. I knew it was a huge show. Um, I'd recently heard an interview with Brian Cranston, I think on Conan O'Brien. So I was like, oh, I'll check it out. And I, I got into it, man. I was like, this is, this is a great show. It's, it's a crime show. It's all about, you know, uh, it's all about capitalism. It's about a guy who has, you know, spoiler alert. It's about a guy who works. If you haven't seen it as a, uh, chemistry teacher in a high school and he comes, he gets a brain tumor. I'm sorry. He gets lung cancer, not a brain. It's a lung cancer. And he, he's dying and he's like, oh my God, I don't have any money to leave to my family. My wife's pregnant. My son's got to go to college. I got nothing. Can't even pay for his own cancer treatment. So he decides to do what any good chemistry teacher would do. And that is use his skills to create a product and sell that product for a profit. That product happened to be uh, methamphetamine, but you know, it made for a good, it made for a good basis to the show. But what really, I think, what I, what I found really interesting or what I find really interesting about the premise of the show is it's all about what you are and are not capable of. And it's surprising what people are, you know, find themselves to be capable of when need be. For example, when you need money, you are capable of working harder than you ever thought you could. When you need, uh, you know, companionship or when you need a partner, you actually can go out and find someone like that. Whenever you have a, a need, if you really, you know, work at it, and it doesn't have to be that hard. If you just sit and think, you'll see that that human beings and Americans and, and people with creativity and ingenuity, they can always get out and they can find a path. They can find a way to do it. Um, and that's something that should be, it, it, that's something that in my humble opinion should be, everybody should be inspired to do. You should be told, hey, you need money? Great, put your mind to it. Go figure out a way to get some money. Uh, you have a health problem and you need to you need to pay for treatments. Great. You could probably figure it out if you put your mind to it. Now go, you know, use your talent, use your skills, figure out a way to uh, capitalize on that. And and the problem is we have we have the opposite in, the, in this country. When somebody is in, in dire need or when somebody is um, unable or unwilling to do something, we just give them a handout. We just say, are oh, you don't want to do it? OK, fine. We'll do it. You don't want to pay back your student loans. Fine. We'll pay back your student loans. You don't want to go to work. Fine. We'll just send you a check every month. And the, and the irony is the reason that people are paid not to, or paid to go against whatever it is, is their, you know, is their, their capitalistic, uh, you know, core, these, these, these innate human, um, and really American, these truly American, um, reflex actions on how to create things and, and provide for themselves and their family. 
The reason that we're pushing back on all of those are because the reason a lot of government officials are inspiring people to do the opposite is so that they can capitalize on the laziness. You know, the Democrats, the socialists, the lunatics, they want people to stay home. They want people not to work. They want people to be lazy. They want people to be dependent instead of independent because ironically, that gives those political officials more money and more power. Their product is American laziness. Their product is destroying this capitalist idea and the idea of American ingenuity. And by doing so, they then make more money and garner more power for themselves. So it's something that I think everyone needs to realize that, that down deep in our cores, we are people that figure things out, that we do things, we take chances, and we create uh, when need be. We provide for ourselves, for our families, for our loved ones, that kind of thing. And any government that entices you to do the opposite, it does not have your best interests at heart. Something to remember going into the next election in 2024, which brings me to the point today about Ron DeSantis. There was a, um, there an interesting poll, the Los Angeles Daily News reported, California Republicans give a boost to Ron DeSantis uh, as a, a presidential prospects. A new poll shows that California Republican voters favor Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over former President Donald Trump in the 2024 GOP primary. The Berkeley Institute of Government Studies found blah, 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 in an open field. California Republican voters prefer DeSantis over Trump by eight points. And in a head-to-head matchup, the Sunshine State government prevails by a whopping 17 points. DeSantis's overall approval rating is also higher, with 79% of GOP voters giving him high marks compared to 69% for the former president. Uh, California, California is an interesting state because, you know, when it comes to the primary, sure, you want to win as many delegates as you can. You want to win as many state races as you, as you can. But when it comes to the, uh, the national election or the presidential election, California basically is a write-off. It's a Democrat state. It's a blue state. It's getting bluer by the day because the, the California Republicans are leaving. They're flocking to places like Nevada, they're flocking to places like Arizona and Texas and Oklahoma. They're going to Nashville. They're coming here to Florida. They're leaving California. So a Republican setting its sights on California is going to be kind of wasting their time. But in the primary, it does come down to the secret. Now, this is interesting why this is interesting why uh, they feel this way. And this is this is where they're saying all of this support comes from. California voters really can't stand Gavin Newsom. And DeSantis is universally recognized as being the anti-Newsom. Gavin Newsom is framing himself as the polar opposite of Ron DeSantis, both in ads that ran in the state uh, of Florida and in countless speeches and interviews. So what basically is happening is Gavin Newsom, by running ads that say he's the anti-DeSantis, that DeSantis is bad, that DeSantis is the polar opposite of, who, of what Gavin Newsom, Newsom is. He's doing that for two reasons. Number one, he's doing it because if he runs for president, if Joe Biden is like, ah, I can't do it, or if the Democrats finally push old Joe out of the way and say, you're not doing it, old man. If that happens, Gavin Newsom believes he can jump into that, that lead role. Gavin Newsom believes he can be the Democrat candidate for president, and he believes he'd be going up against Ron DeSantis. So by running ads saying, I'm the anti-DeSantis, he actually poses DeSantis as the anti-Newsom. And that makes California Republicans like Ron DeSantis even more. It's kind of interesting. He's making, he may be making Democrats hate him, but he's, he's, he's in a way 
kind of de facto campaigning for his his biggest enemy politically, uh, which is Ron DeSantis. Now, when it comes to Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump on a national scale, Donald Trump still has a double digit lead over Ron DeSantis and everybody else. It's still a long road to go for Ron DeSantis. However, he's he's campaigning by not campaigning. He's out there doing something really interesting. He's not going to declare. He hasn't declared. He probably won't declare till the very last minute. And he's doing all of these events that are book signings, speeches, uh, you know, speaking to speaking to, you know, all kinds of groups like police officers in blue states, speaking to conservative groups that would that find his message friendly. I'm sure he's going to go on some kind of educational tour uh, this week. This weekend, pardon me, he was speaking at the the Club for Growth meeting in uh, in Miami while all the other conservatives were at CPAC. And and Ron DeSantis is is doing this kind of I'm not running for president presidential campaign. The CPAC uh, situation is still a big, I believe, is still a big mistake. I don't believe that any conservative worth their, you know, any conservative who wants to really win any major political um, campaign should skip CPAC. You want to skip a debate? No problem. If the RNC is going to tell you you've got to sign this ridiculous loyalty pledge or loyalty oath before you can come here and debate, then say, screw you, I'm not coming. And they'll cave and you can go anyway. But CPAC is a a really great place to launch a campaign, even if you haven't declared. CPAC is an all the eyes of the world are on you kind of place. And by if Ron DeSantis had said, hey, I'm going to go to CPAC, I'm going to go do this. If Ron DeSantis had accepted the invitation and if he were speaking this weekend, either before well, probably before Donald Trump, because Donald Trump wouldn't speak if Ron DeSantis were going after him. But uh, Ronald Tr- Donald Trump's the headliner. Ron DeSantis could have come in, showed a, a, you know, really could have riled up the crowd, really could have reached those Trump voters, reached those people that say Trump's the only option in 2024. Trump's my guy. He could have shown them, look, there is another alternative. There's me. I know you guys are all in for Trump. I know you love Trump. I know you want him to have a second term. I know you like me too. And you may be like, hey, wait your turn, buddy. But let me go in there and further show you that there, this may be the right viable option and that I am ready to go. He's not doing that. He's throwing that away. You know, and had Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump been at the same event on the same weekend on the, sharing the same stage, that would have turned even more eyes. You would have had not only Republicans and diehard conservatives looking at CPAC this weekend, but you would have had Democrats, man. You would have had the whole media. There would have been a barrage, a barrage of intense attention on this particular place in uh, in Maryland at the um, at the Gaylord Hotel, Hotel where they're holding this thing. Instead, Ron DeSantis threw all that away, and I think it was a I think it was a big no no. I think whoever suggested, hey, you know what, you should distance yourself from CPAC. I think that was a problem. Also. Um, when you look at Donald Trump now owning the entire convention and the convention has it, look, there have been speakers who've turned down CPAC because of whatever reason, maybe they're offended by the, the allegations against Matt Schlapp and maybe they don't like that Donald Trump's going to be there. Whatever the reason, it doesn't matter. But Mike Pence not going to CPAC doesn't hurt attendance. Mike Pompeo not going to CPAC. Wait, maybe is, is he? Who's the other one that's not going? I don't know. There's a bunch of them. Uh, that, that's not going to hurt attendance. And even Ron DeSantis not going is not going to hurt attendance. There's a lot of people there. It's jam-packed, um, and it's an opportunity to reach folks. So, I don't know. again, I don't understand the decision at all. Now, I know that Donald Trump is going to be there, and he's going to, he's going to do his best to attack his 
uh, competitors. He's going to do his best to attack Ronnie Big Daddy D, as we call him. And that's another issue because Ron DeSantis is going to get attacked on multiple on multiple levels, and he's not going to be able to defend himself. And Donald Trump, in fact, according to Axios, has a five-part plan to attack Donald Trump. I don't know if this is true or not, but let me just read through it for you quickly. Anyway, uh, attack. Donald Trump is convinced his attacks on Ron DeSantis are chipping away at the Florida governor's support and confidence. Uh, so Trump is planning to amp up the attacks. Uh, number one, DeSantis's past support for changes to Social Security and Medicare, including votes as a U.S. congressman to raise the ability, uh, eligibility age for Medicare, will be one of Donald Trump's attacks on Big Daddy D. Uh, Ron DeSanctimonious, as he calls him, will be charged by Donald Trump as one of the Republicans who wants to get rid of Social Security and Medicare. Number two, his disloyalty to President Trump. After he helped DeSantis get elected governor in 2018, Trump uh, also plans to pound DeSantis on likability. This, I guess, would be the whole meatball Ron angle. Trump wants to cast DeSantis as a lackey of former House Speaker Paul Ryan. Now, this is a big one because Trump supporters and the Trump base and the Republicans have really learned to hate rhinos. There's a whole there's a whole enemies list of rhino Republicans that people just don't trust. And you don't have to be an ultra mega conservative to not trust these people. You can be you can be an average everyday ordinary run of the mill conservative and you know you don't trust Paul Ryan because he's let's face it kind of a whiny biatch. Uh you know Ron, what's his name? Mitt Romney. That guy's just I wouldn't trust that guy with anything. I mean that guy's the most untra- he's a turncoat, he's a backstabber, he's all about Mitt Romney uh and nobody else. There's a lot of these folks. Jeb Bush is another one people don't like because well, he's Jeb Bush. Um, and so what, what happens is uh, Donald Trump is going to have a very effective strategy of linking Ron DeSantis to all of these people that most conservatives dislike and distrust. And it's not going to be too hard. It's not going to be hard at all because those people don't like Donald Trump either. And they're going to hitch their wagons to the other viable candidate. And that is Ron DeSantis. Much like what's happening with Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis in California, where Gavin Newsom attacking Ron DeSantis makes everybody who hates Gavin Newsom like Ron DeSantis more. Donald Trump is doing the same thing. Donald Trump is saying, hey, Ron DeSantis is working with these folks. These folks like him. These folks support him. The Lincoln Project, man, if the Lincoln Project people throw out any more support for DeSantis or if they start supporting DeSantis, that's it. That could be that could be the end of his campaign before it even starts. It's a pretty it's a pretty effective strategy and one I'm sure Donald Trump will continue to hammer away at DeSantis's response to COVID. I don't know how well that's going to fly because living in Florida, I think the COVID response was pretty good. And then uh, and then there was this Fox News interview last week where um, Ron DeSantis said that he may or may not be for financially uh, supporting Ukraine and sending over military action. So that's kind of a wishy-washy angle that, that, uh, that Donald Trump is going to attack him on. Say, look, you got to either yes or no. And Donald Trump is no more support for Ukraine. Donald Trump is America first. Donald Trump is we're not going to just fund NATO and our and NATO's allies with these blank checks unless they pay it back or, you know, well, no, I guess really just there's only one option. We'll help you now, but you got to pay us back. You got to pay your own way in this whole NATO thing. Uh, nobody's doing that. Donald Trump demands it. Ron DeSantis hasn't made a firm stand. So that's a place where Donald Trump can go in and attack again. Ron DeSantis could have had a, a fantastic platform to, to go to CPAC and speak and eloquently lay forward his plan and rile up the crowd 
and get those Trump supporters scratching their head going, hey, you know what? Maybe, just maybe, this guy is the guy. But instead, he's not doing that. I don't know why. Uh, I, I do know why, but I'll save that for another podcast. Uh, listen, don't forget your top secret notepads, top secret document notepads. Go to topsecretnotepad.com. Get yours today. Get a three pack, get a six pack, get a 10 pack. Get them for all your friends. Definitely get them for your enemies. And uh, it helps support the show. It's a lot of fun. And it's something that we, uh, we've been getting a lot of, we've been getting a lot of great response to. We have plenty more. And if you order today, they'll be in the mail tomorrow. Uh, go to topsecretnotepad.com. Of course, all, as always, subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you're downloading it every day. Listen to it every day because that's the only way that you, me, and uh, well, you know, everybody else who's interested, not the people that want to destroy the Republic, but who's everyone who's interested can help to save the Republic.